up, we thought food was only something that could be enjoyed. And really, there's nothing wrong with that. But here's the thing. So much of life happens in the kitchen. It's a place to gather, to laugh, to burn your meatloaf while the kids do their homework at the kitchen island. So if life is happening in the kitchen, that's where we want to be. It doesn't have to be so hard. We can be great dads and great cooks. This show is about us trying to figure it all out. I'm Chris. And I'm Phil. Welcome to Dad's Kitchen. So Phil, how are you doing? I'm great. Chris, I, I've literally never been better. Uh, I, I'm sure I believe that. Yeah, I, I had a big breakfast for dinner, so I'm ready to go. Did you actually, though? Yes, because I don't discriminate between meals. So everything's breakfast. Everything is breakfast all the time. Well, I mean, like, literally, if you're, you're, you're taking time between meals, you're fasting between meals, and then every time you break that fast... You're eating breakfast. It's logic, Chris. Okay. So what did you have for dinner, Phil? I, I'm, I'm literally having a hard time uh, remembering. <laughs> Yesterday morning we had some Well, I'm waffles. glad you're not figuratively having a hard time remembering. Okay. Actually, the last two days in a row, and I swear I'm not making this up. This is not like some smooth criminal transition for you. Friday, pancakes. Saturday, waffles. Pretty sure that was even before we knew what we were going to be talking about this fine evening, so... Which is scrambled eggs. Ah, oh, we've already done that. Which is omelets. Which is, ah, oh, we've already done French toast. You mean pain Okay. Yum. French toast. Uh, do you guys tend to alternate between between the two, Phil? Or do you have a, do you have a little bit of a go-to? Yeah. I'm going to answer yes to both questions. I think we, we do alternate, but I don't know if we mean to. I think it just ends up happening. We'll see. We, we kind of have a base of favorites. You know, we'll okay. have a favorite waffle recipe. We'll have a favorite pancake recipe and we'll make one. And then the next day or the next week or the next time we make it, we'll just want to switch things up. So we'll make the other one. I don't okay. think there's a science to it, but yeah, there are no question. There, there are two things that we make a lot of and we, we do have our favorites, but you know, I'm, I'm certainly willing to, to branch out and try new things. Although I think with waffles for me anyways, please don't freak out at me, Chris. Please don't sick your dogs on me. The ingredients themselves, pretty much the same. The toppings, that's where I get to have some fun with my waffles. Pancakes, on the other hand, yeah, we get really creative with all the ingredients and it can get pretty, pretty spicy over here in the Kenai household. Like jalapeno waffles? Ooh, that actually doesn't sound too bad. Well, okay, one of my favorite things, chicken and waffles, you can get spicy with it. Have you ever had chicken and waffles with Texas Pete hot sauce? No. I can't say that I have, although uh, we were introduced to this new brand of, of, I think they have like various types of, of hot sauces. We had their sriracha and I don't think I've ever had, you know, like some type of, of hot sauce that had as much flavor as this one did. Have you, have you come across Yellowbird? No. Absolutely amazing. I don't remember exactly what all was in it. I'd have to, I'd have to look it up. But um, Molly's brother sent us a bottle of their their sriracha, and like seriously, I could have that on absolutely everything. The first time we had it, we mixed it in some pad thai, and then kind of as per Spencer's recommendation, we had breakfast tacos with it, and absolutely amazing. So yellow, yellow bird. You should find some. Okay. Well, whether they're hot, whether they're mild, whether they're covered in Spencer or not, waffles are delicious and so are pancakes. And I feel like in this episode, we we kind of want to talk about both because, again, we're not the discriminatory type. Got to be honest, I do have a favorite, though. 
I'm, I'm going to discriminate. I think That's I know fine. what you are. I think I know which side of the spectrum you land on. Uh, yeah, well, I, th- I think it's interesting because pancakes and waffles are really kind of similar, at least in their basic ingredients. When, when you when you look at the batter between the two, oftentimes like they are super, super close to each other and they can have such different tastes, oddly enough. Like I don't like I feel like you could take a pancake batter and you could pour it directly into a waffle iron and I don't think anyone eating that so-called waffle would say, "Are you sure this isn't a pancake?" No, I don't think so. I think you would have serviceable results either way. I, I think I think you can run into some differences between the two when you're trying to optimize the ideal pancake or waffle. So. Phil, usually it's, you know, just a a small handful of ingredients. Like what would you say the basic ingredients for a batter of either persuasion would be? Yeah, it's basically flour, sugar, baking powder, salt, milk, eggs, and butter. And a million different derivatives of those things. So yeah, no, they they are super similar. But I think you can change some of the the ratios to play to, I guess, like key elements or their best qualities, Phil. Mm-hmm. Their best qualities. So I guess from my perspective, pancakes, I feel like they should be fluffy. Okay. What about crispy edges? Fine. But I feel like in general, the pancake is about fluffiness. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. And, you know, I kind of stumbled across this pancake recipe. I think it was like these blueberry lemon pancake recipe, which which I'll I'll just throw in the show notes. Um, It's super good, but it calls for cake flour and... Like that was that was pretty eye opening for me. So we made that several years ago, and man, ever since, like pancakes for me made with cake flour because it really gives it that really like extra fluffiness, fluffiness, fluffy. I like the word fluffy, especially when we're talking word. about a pancake. So yeah, no, I agree with you. Uh, pancakes should be fluffy. I mean, unless unless it's like one of those other types of pancakes. Yeah. Well, right now we're talking. Right now, Phil. Mm-hmm. Right now. Right now, this this moment we're talking about American pancakes. So yes, I think kind of with all of that in mind, if we're going for fluffy, you should do things that would enhance or emphasize the fluffiness. And that's where I think some differences in ingredients might come. I've seen several recipes that call for actually both baking soda and baking powder. Mm-hmm. And then even some recipes that would have you kind of like fold in whipped egg whites to increase air and fluffiness. For sure. And then like on the other side, what's your favorite part of the better, uh, the better of these two dishes, waffles? Like what, what would you want to emphasize? Yeah. So I think, I think, you know, if, if I'm going to focus in on the lesser of these two dishes, waffles, then really like the, I mean, you just touched on it with the better of the two pancakes, having that whipped egg whites or meringue ish consistency of an egg white, that to me is like a no brainer. Like that, that's a non-negotiable. You've got to have a meringue inside your, your batter for the waffles. And you know what, Chris, like, I think it's actually just like kind of an enjoyable process. Like whipping those egg whites and just watching them is just as much fun as then eating the waffles later on. With my hatred for pancakes. I don't hate pancakes. I just, I don't know. I've never, I've never been like super, super into them. Maybe the reason that I think I like waffles a little bit more than pancakes is that with a pancake, it's like a fluffy product where the caramelized surface area of a waffle is so much greater. So I think being able to emphasize the crispiness of a waffle, like you have the crispy edges with a fluffy interior and being able to emphasize that is, is something that I think I have looked for 
and recipes. So in terms of uh, distinguishing the ingredients between the two, to me, that looks like maybe a little bit more butter in a waffle. You get just that, that little that little extra crispness, that extra caramelization. And I think with that comes like a little extra malty sweetness thing going on. And that's probably why I like waffles better. Yeah, I mean, all of that sounds super delicious. And I, I almost feel like I like waffles more than you like pancakes, or at least like the differentiation between the two for me. The peaks and valleys are are lesser, I think. And so... That probably doesn't make any sense. No, Phil, I understand you. And I, I think like the like that crispness in a waffle for me, it really comes from after you pull it off of the waffle iron. Because like you can you can take a waffle, this beautiful golden brown waffle that you just spent three days making, right? Because that's how long waffles take to make. And you throw it on a plate and then you take the next waffle and you throw that on top of the waffle that just came off the waffle iron and then you keep doing that and you keep stacking your waffles and then you're like okay family it's time to eat and what happens to your waffles they're all no longer crispy they're they're like soft and and limp and no one likes a limp waffle at least no one in my little podcast closet which is me by the way only me so what you're saying is that you need eight waffle irons going at the same time <laughs> that's actually a good idea not very economical, but yes. But I think there's ways to like keep that crispness up without having eight waffle irons. And you know what I use, Chris? The oven? No, that actually makes sense. I wonder why we haven't done that. Well, because we're using it to cook bacon. Well, okay. That's why. No, I just take like a bunch of glasses and I set them on the countertop and then I put waffles on the glasses and they're like, they're upholding the waffles and they allow air to kind of circulate on top and bottom and that gives it a little crisp. They stay fresher, crispier. And then they get cold quicker. Well, that doesn't really matter because I'm topping it with really piping hot syrup. Okay, I suppose. I think, you know, one one thing that the pancake does have going for it, though, is its longevity. I feel like it, it has a lot longer history and a lot more varieties over time. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's been around forever, like literally forever. Yeah, there's like tons of different types of pancakes. There's so many different ways to do them. Did you know, Chris, that William Shakespeare was a big pancake fan, and he actually wrote about pancakes okay. in some of his works? Okay. Such as? Oh, you know. The famous ones. The famous know. ones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he loved pancakes. Were he, okay. Do you think his pancakes were similar to ours now? I don't think so, because back in the Renaissance, from what I could read, from what I could tell... Pancakes were, they were a little, hmm, I don't even know what you would call this, what type of adjective you would use to describe this. They were spicier. They would use spices, um, often rose water and then sherry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like that was, that was this Renaissance pancake and then often topped with apples. I think, I think, you know, apples were probably the sweetness factor to them. Yeah. I was going to say at first with spices, I was going to say more savory, but, uh, that's like an interesting and honestly kind of at least weird to our palates type combination going on there. Speaking of apples and then jumping back over to waffles, if you're on a diet, which I often am, you can actually use applesauce in lieu of sugar. And it's actually not that bad. Tip of the day, Phil. But I haven't done that with pancakes. I should probably do that. Yeah, I'm curious how that would uh, turn out there. Tip of the day. But I think pancakes go back a lot further than just kind of Renaissance era, don't they? I mean, I think they go all the way back to ancient Greece and Rome. Before that, the Stone Age. I don't really know what they were using in the Stone Age. Maybe, maybe flour and water. 
and that's about it. Did they have flour back then in the Stone Age? I don't know. Not a history guy. Although, from what I could tell, ancient Greece and Rome, when I was there visiting, they use wheat flour, olive oil, honey, and curdled milk. And that was like their basis of the pancake back in back in the day. So basically like a good old classic buttermilk pancake. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Okay. Okay. I do. I do think it's interesting that it is like such a ubiquitous food, and maybe it's because it is it is relatively simple, and you know every culture really has some form of grain. So in a way, it kind of feels like a natural offshoot of you know something like bread, even. Yeah, definitely. And and like I don't think they have to be sweet. You know, they can be savory. As a matter of fact, maybe one of the reasons I love pancakes so much is that one of the best meals I ever had was in Amsterdam at this little place called, I I think it was called the Pancake House. And the Dutch pancake takes like a really savory approach. And and what they do is they they have almost like a wok, like like a really, really large pan. And then they throw the batter in at a really high temperature with some oil. And then they just throw a bunch of like vegetables and red pepper and like some some various meats and you can kind of build your own or you can, you can you know take some suggestions but almost none of them are sweet like they were all super savory and then it it almost cooked like an omelet in a way and then served on like this massive plate that was oh my gosh it was unreal so like the dutch pancake isn't even necessarily a sweet pancake but you look at it and you're like yeah that's a pancake and then you eat it and you're like i got to have another one of those yeah and i think i mean I, I think a lot of asian pancakes are skewing more towards that savory side i think we've both talked about them a good bit but crepes are one that you know like really that is considered a form of a pancake and it goes both ways it's very by in in uh, its preferences. It, to me, it seems like just about every culture has their own version of a pancake, and not necessarily the same is true with waffles. So, I mean, I, I guess that's a, that's another place where a pancake might you know excel is with the things that you can like mix into the pancake itself. I think there are fewer things that you can throw in a waffle. Yeah, but chicken—you can throw chicken on a waffle. I, okay, so yeah, I would say like pancakes, you can mix things into waffles, you can put things on. Sure, I can get on board with that. That makes sense. There's a place here that actually does like a whole entire salad on top of a waffle, and I can't bring myself to order it, but I have known a lot of people that very much enjoy it. It seems a little weird to me, though. It seems a little counterintuitive, but I've had something similar. There's a place here in Charleston that had a waffle, some fried chicken on top, and then an arugula salad with a balsamic reduction on top, and it was pretty amazing. I'm not surprised that you got that, Phil, because because of the balsamic reduction. I love balsamic. I know, exactly. That's probably the whole entire reason that you ordered it. That's all I'm saying. Do I have balsamic too often? I don't know. It's just something that you've uh, mentioned a couple times as really enjoying. And I pay attention we to you. We made some homemade strawberry ice cream recently and we topped it with balsamic. And it was really, really good. <laughs> I'm not even making this up. This really happened. Which, by the way, Chris, did you know that if you put chunks of strawberry in your ice cream and freeze it, it will come out as basically just like a flavorless chunk of fruit? So you have to puree it if you want to give it that strawberry flavor tip of the day round two because strawberries are like ice cream edition they have a really high water content 
So it basically just turns to ice. Would you put ice cream on top of a waffle? I think you very much can. Anything on top of a waffle is fair game, Phil. What about scrambled eggs? Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, if you if you can throw chicken on a waffle, you can throw steak on a waffle, right? Yeah, I'm on board with that. Phil, I, I know we're joking, but I think that waffle would get a little soggy if we put a steak on it. Especially if it was like super juicy, which mm-hmm. all steaks should be. Mm-hmm. It was like country fried steak, maybe not. Have you ever had a red waffle, Phil? <laughs> Gross. That's disgusting. <laughs> soggy, soggy waffles are a thing that should not happen. And I feel like soggy pancakes happen a lot, though. Well, yeah. If you, like, overdo it with your syrup, it can get pretty soggy. Which I don't know if we should do this now or if we should say this. We could do an entire series. We could, you know what, Chris? We could spend an entire year podcasting about why we should have real maple syrup over that, like, artificial, like, thick stuff. That viscous, gross-looking stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think pancakes get too moist because we're putting too much syrup on them. And why are we putting too much syrup on them? Because it's not real syrup. But when you're using real syrup, it doesn't have to. You don't have to overdo it. Okay, like a little's yeah. enough. You know, I can I can absolutely agree with that. So Phil, what are some other things we can put on pancakes or in them? Okay, life-changing <laughs> ingredient for a pancake: ricotta cheese inside your batter. Makes for a really delicious, fluffy pancake. It gives it like almost like a little, I don't know, what do we call it? A zing? Does it, does yeah, it like give some it a zing? tang maybe? Is that some what you're tang? going for? Sure. So, okay, okay, ricotta cheese. I can, I can see that. There's this lemon ricotta pancake recipe that we use, and it's ricotta cheese, lemon zest. I think earlier you mentioned some recipes call for both baking powder and baking soda. And I think this one does, but I'll put it in the show notes. It's super good. I think the point is like, you know, with a pancake, you can get creative. You can, you know, you can be adventurous on what you're throwing in there. And I think ricotta cheese is one of those things. I think as Americans, it's also easy to think that there is only one type of pancake when there's a whole entire world of options and things to explore. Yeah. Crepes. It's a good easy one. To, to dive into. Obviously Dutch you mentioned pancakes. Uh, a Dutch pancake. There's like, uh, I don't know if you've encountered evil skeevers it's like a danish pancake although they're not necessarily flat they're kind of almost round in a way they they have like a mold that you pour the batter into oh i think i've seen these on um on bake-off yeah they might have they might have done an episode with those you know even the irish have their their boxy pancakes that are actually like a potato base instead of say wheat flour have you ever made potato latkes no really really good have you had cornmeal pancakes I don't think so. I've had buckwheat pancakes at your house, and those are pretty delicious. I think I like cornmeal pancakes better than regular pancakes. I think they have more flavor. Okay. I'll give them a shot. Now, now that's that's an interesting comparison. That versus a waffle, I don't know. I don't know which well, one Well, what if you I just felt. poured it in the waffle iron, Chew. and then you serve that to a guest, and they're like, you sure this isn't just a cornmeal pancake? So, Phil, when thinking about pancakes and waffles, I think it's really easy to think about the the classics for us, like the classics that we grew up with. But I think there really are a lot of different variations out there to to kind of explore and to try. I think it's one of those things that could probably use a little uh, a little bit of uh, some spicing up. Because, I mean, how many times have we all made the exact same pancakes or waffles? But if if somebody had their own special unique recipe or wanted to tell us which one of the two is their favorite, where would they go about getting a hold of us? It's really quite simple, Chris. If you think 
pancakes are better than waffles, then hit us up on social at Dad's Kitchen Co. and let me know that I'm right. But if you're like Chris and you think waffles are better than pancakes, then give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Because even though you make poor decisions on your breakfast choices, you can still do something significant with your life by giving us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Oh.